0: Well, thank you, everybody. Um, we have a podcast here at uh, ReliaQuest called Shadow Talk. And we're doing a live Shadow Talk from the show floor here at Black Hat. And we, we did a test run of this at RSA Conference. And it was Joe Partlow, myself, and another colleague. And we thought it would be great to bring some customers in. So Rick Holland, uh, Office of the CISO, uh, came in via the Digital Shadows acquisition. And maybe
1: if you guys would just introduce yourself down the line.
2: Yeah, uh, Joe Partlow, CTO here at Relioquest.
1: Uh Ryan Hammer, CISO at Siena.
3: Uh, Todd Beebe, Information Security Officer at Freeport LNG.
1: Well, thrilled to have you.
0: That's okay. Um, what we just thought we'd talk about is things that are interesting for you, what's here, what are you looking forward to, that sort of stuff. So, uh, what are you interested in?
3: So, so uh, primarily I'm here to meet up with some of my key vendors. Uh, to kind of build the relationships after the show. Uh, and then during the show, I'm usually looking for some newer technologies that we might bring in that might fill a gap or two. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Already had some good uh, communication with some of my vendors. Um, and it's, re- it's really kind of being able to talk to them kind of person to person versus, you know, the meetings that we have yeah, kind of the, the weekly or biweekly meetings um, that really helps kind of solve problems quicker. Ryan, for you?
1: Yeah, for me, the, the CISO Summit was a big draw. Um, that was a really great event. Uh, we are a kind of remote first uh, company, so I use this as an opportunity to meet with a lot of my team who's going to be here anyway, so looking forward to connecting with those guys uh, later today. Uh, and then, of course, you know, uh, it's Zoom's okay, but it's nice to see people in person and spend some time with some of our key partners and vendors. Yeah,
2: I would agree. Just seeing people in person is a, is a great thing. We use this as more of a Kind of an R and D validation of, hey, all the stuff that we're working on over, over the past year, is the market interested in that? Is customers interested in that? And then, kind of, where are people going? And are we going the same? So, whether it's Black Hat or Def Con or uh, any of the various meetings, um, a lot of it is, hey, what's coming up? Are we on the right track? What do we need to worry about coming up next year?
0: One of the things I'm curious about uh, for everybody here, what are some of the problems you're trying to solve? We're sitting on the expo floor. I don't know. Seven or 800 vendors, I don't know what the count is, but what are some of the actual problems that you're trying to solve right now? I don't know, Ryan, why don't you leave with this one?
1: Yeah, you know, I think there are always problems to solve. Uh, For me, we have a very structured approach to bringing new technology in and how we're thinking about our overall strategy. So um, I'll say this loudly so all the salespeople can hear it, is it never starts with a sales call, right? It's very much intentional and we focus on looking at what solutions, what partners, what vendors are providing uh, capabilities that align with our roadmap, and then we go from there. So I do have a, a bit of a list of uh, companies I want to talk to, but it's really um, much more focused than you would expect.
3: Thought so, so for me, I'm looking for technologies that will help us with uh, securing OT. Uh, we kind of started our foothold in the business network, um, and we're, we're, we're still you know a little concerned about being able to connect to Say an MSP or something that would be outside our organization, to be able to monitor our uh, isolated networks, uh, but we know that the, you, you can't do that uh, long term. That eventually you have to have that that 24/7, 365 coverage, um, and and it's just it's just difficult to bring in the headcount yourself um, for OT. I mean, it's difficult enough for IT, but an OT finding that expertise that actually have been involved with incidents before, know what to put in as far as detections, know what to look for as far as alerts. Um, it's just not there. So, so at the end of the day, we're going to have to find a way to allow that secure remote communication for the MSP and our, you know, what would be semi-isolated networks.
0: is coming up more and more in our customer base. I mean, this is your jam, Joe. You're kind of bleeding edge on everything that we're doing at ReliQuest from an OT perspective.
2: Yeah, it's, it's certainly something that, um, it's nothing new, right? I mean, it's, it's been a worry forever. Uh, yeah, I think now, with, whether it's insurance requirements or just people want to really mature their program, we're seeing a lot more of it. Um, so there's probably not a, a week goes by that I'm not in a couple conversations of either existing environments that want to get better visibility or uh, you know, new customers and new prospects saying, how, how do we piece this together? How do we have kind of that one consolidated visibility? They are certainly very different and we have to handle them different different detections, but at the end of the day, we do want to correlate across. So yeah, it's, it's probably one of our, our fastest growing areas of, of detection.
0: And it comes up all the time. Let me switch up the kind of line of questioning a little bit. Um, for, I mean, we're on the first day of Black Hat, you know, some folks were here for the CISO Summit yesterday, but if you had recommendations for people that are listening, you know, live, or they're gonna to listen to um, online to make this a successful week, you know, what would you recommend to people?
3: Uh, good question. Uh, plan, plan ahead. Uh, there's going to be so many opportunities, so many vendors, so many events that you really need to get a schedule uh, so then you, you keep focused on the things that, that, you're, that your problems you're trying to solve. So, so don't get caught up in all the events. Um, try to focus your day so the events are someplace where you can relax versus trying to scramble and figure out, okay, what am I going to do the next day? Because this one, unlike RSA or some of the other ones, this is only two days. I mean, It really got from 10 to 5. I mean, that's not a lot of time to even, you know, fall, you know, to kind of talk for five, 10 minutes to each of the vendors to find out if there's something you're looking for. So make sure you know in advance, almost plan it out that these are the five I got to touch base with and touch base with them early so then you can enjoy the rest of the show and maybe find something you you, uh, wasn't a priority, but something that can um, kind of spark something that maybe you can then bring additional conversations later with that vendor. So, it's a s- scheduling.
1: Right? Yeah, I, so I'll take the other side of that. I think it's important to talk to the vendors, but vendors will always talk to you. I think uh, this oh, is really? your opportunity. This is your opportunity to go meet other professionals. Uh, this is the uh, you know, highest density of security professionals uh, in North America. Uh, probably, maybe it's more than RSA, maybe it's not, but it doesn't happen very often. So, take the time to introduce yourself to folks, meet people expand your networks, uh, because it's a small world, and those networks pay off, and it's great to uh, just get exposure to other perspectives and and other folks in the industry.
2: I would agree, have have a plan. This is a lot, right? I think twice the size of the booth last year, or the area last year. So um, kind of what myself and my team do is kind of, like you said, what are those areas that we're interested in? Maybe it's a vendor, maybe it's a talk, Maybe it's the arsenal because it's something new that they're, they're debuting. But kind of what are those hot buttons that you want to solve for you know, coming out the rest of the year and, and have a plan? Um, you'll get lost in all this, and it's everybody's got the solution for you, right? So kind of do your own research, but have that kind of uh, objective in mind, whether it's talks at DEF CON or you know, visiting with vendors in here. Um, have in a plan I think it's a good one.
0: My suggestion will be a little bit different. It would be make sure that you drink water Um, I've been here well over 10 years, so I don't really, you know, stay out too late or anything, got to work and stuff like that, but people will not take time to, like, eat meals, stay up all night, that sort of stuff. You got to kind of balance out.
2: I mean, it is Vegas. What are you going to do? Yeah,
0: it is. It's definitely that. I also, like, we talked about this, and I talked to another customer yesterday, you know, trick-or-treating for your teams. (laughs) So, you know, not everyone on the teams get to come here, so if you can get bags and get swag from your vendors to bring back the teams. I had a CISO that did that for me early on in my career, and it was just a nice little thing, and everybody loves stickers and Yeti cups. and st- I mean, I have so many Yeti cups, I don't need any more for me, but get them for other folks, because you know, small little things like that will make a difference for your teams. I um, So are there any, for either, again, like beginning of, of day one of Black Hat, are there any talks at Black Hat or DEFCON that are of particular interest to anyone here? Even if you can't attend it, because you got a conflict.
3: And to, to me on uh, like Black Hat, uh, I, don't, I don't really do too many of the talks. It's more the relationships. So like interacting with whether it's a, t- somebody that's not a vendor or the vendors that I have relationships with. Um, but then DEFCON is usually, I'll, I'll spend time in the villages where you do get a build kind of camaraderie and, and kind of talk to people that are just not a vendor. That's uh, completely different, and that's where I do a, a lot of that interaction um, with my peers, right? Whether it's somebody that knows a little bit more than me, or somebody that's you know first time at DEF CON and they're trying to figure out how to solder something together, that kind of building those kind of relationships that you can take out to maybe LinkedIn or something, to where over time you can mentor them or they can mentor you. So, so, so that that's what I look a really good to. tip.
0: Kind of builds on you saying. It's about relationships and meeting people, right, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. <clears throat> when it comes to the talks, I think, you know, yesterday we attended the CISO Summit, uh, and uh, it was, you know, really top quality material, really, really engaging and interesting uh, topics. Unfortunately, it was all Chatham House rules, so we really can't talk about it too much, uh, but the agenda is online. Uh, and um, I, I would say every single one of the, the talks was compelling and presented different opinions and different perspectives on things that, it wasn't just all generative AI or all threat intelligence. It was you know, a pretty good range of, of uh, different speakers on great topics.
0: The the one, and this is going to be at DEF CON, uh, Joe's talk on uh, Uber, breach and things like that, I think that's a Friday talk um, at DEF CON. I think anybody that's a CISO or an aspiring CISO security leader, I'd say it's must-see TV because he's going to talk about lessons learned from that event. If he does the same talk uh, from the summit at DEF CON that I think is invaluable for security leaders.
1: Yeah, I I would say uh, I have not yet met a CISO that isn't uh, studying the new SEC role. Um, There's lots of interpretation that goes into that, and and there's lots of careful planning to ensure that you can demonstrate and and show your work, if you will, that you're meeting those expectations and that you've integrated that into your processes. Um, So CISOs that are out there that for some reason haven't encountered that or haven't walked through that with your general counsel or outside legal, you most definitely should because it is important. Is there anything that stands out for you?
2: Yeah, I mean, those those are kind of my favorite talks. It's kind of the lessons learned. There's always something new that you can kind of take. Um, Nothing specific, but I think big areas are, of course, you know, anything kind of AI from a threat standpoint, just being aware of it. There's a ton of hype and buzz, of course we know, but sifting through that. Um, any kind of new tactics or techniques. Like I said, we use it a lot for R&D, so if anything that's kind of new and interesting technique that we want to start following, those would be the kind of talks that, that we, we take a look at.
0: I just want to build on what you said about the villages, and we talked about this before. I think the villages are the best part of DEF CON, because over the years DEF CON has gotten bigger and bigger, and if you want to see the main stage, shows, there's queues for them, you may not have the best seat, but if you go into a village, ones that I've participated in the past is Recon Village and Blue Team Village, you know, you can pick your topic out. There's actually an AI Village uh, this year as a well. Lot of
2: one-on-one with the team.
0: And then you can do workshops. Lockpick Village is always a fun one too for people that... lock you know, Lockpicking lock is a sport, I mean, it actually is a sport, so that's a fun one too. So, I think maybe you could pick out a couple main stage talks at DEF CON but I would plan to go to the villages that are appropriate for your role and your organization. But speaking of planning and logistics, you need to know what hotels these are at because not everything is close. And so you, Unfortunately, you do have to plan some of that out.
2: I'll give another shout-out to I, I was the biggest proponent against the virtual DEF CON a couple of years ago with the Discord, and I've come to love it because it's one of those areas where you, you know, if you've ever tried to get into a talk at DEF CON, you know it's pretty hard to do that. So it's a cool area. We can go into a topic. Even I know nothing about it, I'm not afraid to ask stupid questions. And everybody will in there is, you know, I've got a ton of great advice. Because um, you, know, you don't have to be right there at the time, right? So I could throw a dumb question out or, hey, is everyone seeing this or anyone doing this? And you'll get, I've got to be careful, code samples and everything coming back of like, here's more research and things like that. So it's a good, uh, it's an interesting way to interact.
0: Um, Maybe one final question as we start to wrap up, you know If there's one thing that you want to happen in the rest of the week to make your trip successful, what would that be?
3: Earn a red team badge
1: You know, I I think it already is successful, Uh, you know, that that CISO summit was great Um, I would say spending some time with my team Uh, if I can merge all of those things together, it will be a successful trip, for sure.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with the people place. I mean, there's there's people that live in my same city that I don't see except for here. 100%. So, you know, any any time to take advantage of kind of catching up with old friends and things like that, training war stories throughout the year, um, the people aspect's the best.
0: It is sad, I see more people here from Dallas yeah. than I will ever see at home, which is quite ironic. I mean, if I'm honest with you guys, being on this panel has made this week a success for me. So oh, thank you. Oh, stop it. No, but thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Again, it's our first time doing it. Um, so glad to have you kind of give some pro tips for everybody for the rest of the week. Hope you have a good one. And thanks, everybody, for listening and joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.